Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday. Thank God it's Friday, the 8th of October. This week seems to have slipped by very quickly. Uh, but as usual, all the information contained in this briefing is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full. If you're listening on a podcast, head on over to our website, www.marcustoday.com.au, where you can read the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, you can always sign up for a free two-week trial on the website as well. All right, well, last night we had another positive night on the Dow. Big swings, big volatility, and all about this debt ceiling again. We all know it's going to be sorted. I don't know why we even bother going through the charade, but there's lots of politics and lots of horse trading in this political situation, and we do get a vote on it again tonight. But it looks like, as usual, the US will push the can down the road. Uh, December now shaping up as another political grandstorming event, so we'll see how that shapes up. However, that was good for the market. We also saw a bounce in US technology stocks, and also some Asian tech stocks also benefiting from a thaw in U.S.-Chinese relationships with news that uh, President Xi and President Biden will be having a virtual meeting at some stage before Christmas. As a result, we saw the Dow Jones up nearly 1%, 338 points, 34,755. The Nasdaq up 1.05%, doing well, up 152 points to 14,654, that six-hour outage of Facebook where the world came to an end, a long-forgotten period of time this week. The S&P 500 up 0.83 of a percent, not the middle for diddle today, I'm sorry middle for diddle fans, but just slightly underwhelming the other two indices that we look at. The S&P 500 up 36 points to 4,400 dead. The VIX index, as you would expect with all this optimism on the debt roof being raised, was down around 7% to 19.54. Remember, the trading range of the VIX index, if you were so inclined to trade, the VIX index in the US is around 16 to 22 currently, 19.5 at the moment. We saw oil prices back on the ascendancy again last night. Brent crude up 87 cents to 81.95, up 1.07%. WTI up 87 cents as well, 78.30, 1.12%. You may have noticed if you started going out in the car, especially in New South Wales and in Sydney, in advance of our reopening on Monday, how much petrol prices have risen. And uh, just uh, if you can find it at 155, go for your life. US gold, uh, $2.60 down, 17.59 spot 20. As you would expect, uh, we are seeing gold come under a little bit of pressure as optimism comes back into the equity market. Iron ore unchanged, but we do have China back online today, and it's going to be interesting to see how the Chinese market reacts. Of course, we have had days where Hong Kong has been open while China has been closed, and we have seen a big rally in some of those tech stocks in China. And the Aussie dollar at uh, 73.12, so pushing up there, up 41.41 of a dollar uh, to 56 basis points of a rise. In commodities last night, a good night for commodities, so I would expect to see resources do relatively well, but that Aussie dollar may put a little bit of a crimp on some of them. We saw copper up 2.2, nickel up 1.3. 
Aluminium up 2%, uh, zinc up 1.3%, lead up 1.4%, tin barely changed. As far as uh, our commodity stocks overseas <coughs> go, we had BHP up 1.3%, Rio up 1.6%, Freeport McMoran, big copper producer, had a stellar night last night, up 8.2%, Alcoa unchanged, Tech Corp up 0.8%, Anglo-American up 5.2, and Vale up nearly 3% last night. So some quite big moves in some of those resource stocks in the US. Here you can see the S&P 500, uh, big rally, and then it came off towards the close. So a crucial vote tonight. And we've also got some pretty important US jobs numbers coming out on Friday in the US as well. So plenty to keep the traders occupied, plenty to keep the algos spinning and uh, trade happening. As far as overnight headlines go, uh, that was the third session of gains for the Dow. Uh, We are nearing that debt limit detente, as uh, we've called it, but it really is uh, a perennial issue. Every few years we get this issue and it always gets solved. Uh, Chinese stocks in the US have surged after Hong Kong peers have rebounded and the Chinese central bank governor vows to continue fintech crackdown. Well, there's a few kind of um, things that go against each other. Uh, Copper gains as investors weigh growth momentum and as China returns. And the U.S. is loosening China's grip or trying to loosen China's grip on the $46 billion U.S. lithium battery industry. The Democrats planning to accept Mitch McConnell's offer on short-term debt ceiling fix and OPEP Plus uh, seem to be reticent to boost supply driven by concerns that demand and prices could weaken. Uh, JP Morgan says the market can live with $130 barrel oil. Yeah, right. And 2.5% 10-year Treasury yield. Yeah, well, that guy's clearly deluded. A few uh, Fed trading scandal. The Democrats infighting, making Powell's path to a new term trickier. Of course, two Federal Reserve members have resigned, retired, stepped away, whatever you want to call it after revelations that they had been trading uh, in equities and other instruments uh, on the back, well, not maybe on the back, but certainly uh, against, I would say, some of the ethics of being on the Fed committee. Uh, The gap between ordering semiconductors and delivery hit a record 21.7 weeks. As far as our market goes today, what are we looking at uh, in terms of the major things out today when the slides update uh, we've got uh, RBA financial stability review coming out at 11:30 also some numbers coming out of China the Chinese Kaishing services PMI for September and some Japanese August current account numbers and that very important tonight the US September jobs report BHP and Rio both to the good in US trade, 1.3 and 1.6 respectively. Tesla up 1.4, Apple up 0.9, Alphabet up 1.3, Facebook, oh poor Mark, down 1.3%. And hip to be square up 4.2% overnight, so that will be good for afterpay. Uh, The 10-year yield uh, in the US, 1.57, it has cooled a little bit, there's no uh, real push higher for that US yield at the moment. Australia around 1.58, so slightly above parity for the Aussie 10-year. And Germany, negative 0.19%. And the Macquarie CEO could be the highest ranking, if that's the right word, 
person at the Glasgow Climate Conference if Scott Morrison or any other members of the government go. So it could be Shamira is carrying the torch for Australia. Vulcan Steel sets the fixed price for its IPO with a $370 million offering at $7.10. It values it at $930 million. And Mike Henry has ruled out BHP going green hydrogen. He's ruled out uh, Twiggy's dream of green and uh, has said that uh, for BHP to go green, hydrogen power at all its iron ore would cost more than the market capitalisation of BHP. Last night, EML payments snuck in at 4.08, a couple of minutes before the match-out. A late warning of regulation from CBI, and the CBI being the Central Bank of Ireland, which they have had some issues with over regulation and anti-money laundering issues that they are working through and hope to get through by the end of the year. But it seems the CBI are not particularly impressed with the growth forecast that EML are making for that uh, business coming out of Ireland. So not good news for EML. LNG car- an LNG, ca- this is amazing, an LNG cargo ship is now worth $281 million. So that's how much LNG a cargo ship can hold, $281 million worth. Back in 2020, that same LNG was worth $10 million. Just shows what a massive rise we've seen in the gas prices. Brookfield looks to be out of the running to invest in Woodside's Pluto Train 2 as global infrastructure partners GIP seems to be in the box seat. Also, they are the guys looking at Sydney Airport as well. And more issues for Magnus Battery Tech says it is under no obligation, really, to reveal who is behind the $243 million US in sales agreements that they have. Some question marks over the company they are keeping there. And Judo Bank set to appoint IPO brokers, which could raise around 650 to 750 million. My good friend Richard Coppelson always goes on about how much money is out there in terms of dividends uh, sloshing around the system. But when you look at how much money also is out there being chased by IPOs, placements, and entitlement issues, etc., uh, there's a fair amount of the dividend check being absorbed by those IPOs in the coming weeks and months before Christmas. Question of the day today, uh, there was one company, Census, which is the publisher of Yellow Pages, has basically cut the office. That's They've said that's it. They don't want any more office space. They've let go of the uh, the leases, and they have said the staff can work from home uh, wherever possible. Uh, 500 of their staff now are working remotely. So are you looking forward to getting back into the office? Do you miss the office? We are set to have some uh, more restrictions eased in New South Wales on Monday. So are you looking forward to getting back into the office? Or is the office dead? As uh, the census, they're called, now called Thrive, spelt wrongly, of course. Thanks very much for listening. Don't forget, you can head on over to the Marcus Today discussion group on Facebook. It's a great group. Members helping members is the motto there. Around 3,500 members all uh, giving great insights and great ideas over there. We've got Ask the Analyst on Friday, next Friday, the 15th at 5pm. If you missed Chris's chart chat yesterday, 
then you can always watch it on a recording. Uh, there was about 150 people tuned in for that, so it'd be good for uh, anybody that's interested in technical analysis to have a look at the recording. And if you're listening to this on a podcast or watching this on a video and you're not yet a member of the fantastic Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board. Why not sign up for a free trial at our website, marcustoday.com.au, and you can give us a trial for a couple of weeks and see what we have to offer. That's it for me today. Have a great day and have a great weekend.